Hello, how you doing again? Welcome to another episode, another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast for the past few weeks. I hope you have been blessed. And um, if you have, I just want to encourage you to please, you know, share with your friends and people that you may know that could benefit um, from this podcast. My name again is OJ Tokes, and uh, my mission, my goal, my desire is to inform and inspire you to find and fulfill God's purpose in every aspect of your life. So welcome again to the While You're Single podcast. For the past few weeks, I have been addressing the topic of how do you know that you have met the person you're supposed to marry? How do you know that a particular individual is your spouse? And that's what I have been talking about. And uh, last time I began to deal with a situation where perhaps you feel you have met someone um, that you feel like the Lord is telling you is the one. Maybe you had a dream. Maybe you had a vision. Uh, maybe you felt people told you or recommended someone to you. Maybe you felt a strong impression in your heart. Maybe every time you're around this person, you feel strongly that this person is the one that you're supposed to marry. Uh, maybe you've prayed about it and this person keeps coming to your mind. Um, you keep um, bumping into this person. You keep being around this person even if you're not trying. And you just feel strongly in your heart that that's the person for you. And I began to say that, you know, um, a scripture that I believed was a good um, scripture to ascertain whether or not um, you're supposed to be um, seeing somebody um, was Amos chapter 3 verse 3 and it's uh, that's in the Old Testament and there's a New Testament equivalent of it which is Matthew 18 19 and paraphrasing both of them kind of simply says how can two walk together unless they are in agreement Amos 3 3 basically says um, how can two people um, walk together without agreeing on the direction Matthew 18 19 simply says Jesus saying, and I tell you this, if uh, two people on earth agree on anything, my Father in heaven will do it. And I mentioned that regardless of what you thought you heard, what you thought you saw, or what you thought you felt, um, if the person is not in agreement, if the person does not agree to be with you, agree to have a relationship with you, it's not the person. It doesn't line up with the scriptures. And you might argue that, but wait a minute, Tokes, what if, what if they might not agree at that time, but later on they'll agree? I said, well, you do have a point. The fact remains that sometimes people are not in alignment with you at the same time. Sometimes they don't agree with you at the same time. Sometimes um, they need some time to think about some things. Yes, that is true. And um, it's possible. And if that's the case then you have nothing to worry about. As time goes on, as time goes on, everything will fall into place if that's God's plan for you. So here's the thing. You have to know that you know that you know that that's what God told you. If you are not very sure, then I will not place um, my heart into that. And let, let me tell you this. Let me share this this with you. A long time ago, there was a lady I thought I was supposed to marry. Um, she fit the biblical profile. Um, she loved the Lord. She was a Christian. She seemed committed. 
And, uh, you know, I prayed about it and I felt like she was the one. I felt like uh, an impression in my heart that she was the one. Um, I felt like everything was pointing out that she was the one. The dogs were barking that she was the one. The birds were singing she was the one. She looked like the one. She talked like the one. She smelled like the one. I felt she was the one. So I spoke to her, and uh, she was not in agreement. I was disappointed, but I was like, okay, no problem. You know, Amos 3.3, Matthew 18.19, I can two walk together unless they are in agreement. But I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe she'll change her mind. She didn't change her mind. So I decided to move on. But to be honest, deep down in my heart somewhere, I was kind of still waiting for her to change her mind. Even after she said, even after she was not in agreement. Now, here's the funny thing about the situation. Even after she was not in agreement, I still felt like circumstances around me was telling me she was the one. And I prayed about this so many times, like, God, I don't know, man. I'm feeling this. I'm seeing this. But I tried to move on with someone else. That didn't go anywhere. That never started. That did not even start. So I was just kind of waiting and seeing what was going to happen. But eventually, I completely moved on. I am happily married now. I am so grateful that things never worked out then. I am blessed. I am elated. I have been, you know, God has really, um, really blessed my socks off. But notwithstanding, going back to that situation, which was like years ago, many years ago. Um, the funny thing was I still felt like at the time that there were circumstances suggesting that she was the one. And I, like I said, I said I completely moved on. Do you know why I completely moved on? Which was about three years later. You know why? I completely moved on after I found out that she got married. Now, if you want to take that chance, saying to yourself that this person is definitely the one and you're going to wait for them to agree with you, if you're absolutely sure that that's what God told you, then do what God told you. But if you're not, bear in mind what I just shared with you, okay? Let me tell you this. You might be wondering, okay, then how do you deal with what you think God is telling you? How do you deal with what God reveals to you? How do you explain, you know, what you feel like the Holy Spirit is telling you? Well, I can tell you a few things. Um, let me tell you four things about hearing from God, okay? Again, like I mentioned before, there are people that really... Hear from God in a way that you just know that they just know that you just, they just know that God is speaking to them. But let me tell you four things about hearing from God. Sometimes you think God is speaking to you, but it's not. There's a thin line between hearing from God and hearing from your emotions. You can be desperate. You can be emotional and think God is speaking to you. There's a thin line between hearing from God and hearing from your emotions. If you want something bad enough, your emotions could tell you that it's God, but it's not. The devil could always speak to you and make you think it's God, but it's not. 
There's a story in the scripture about when Jesus got tempted. It's one of those things that you read about and you're like, what in the world? It talks about how the devil led him to the temple. Like, wait a minute. What is the devil doing leading God, Jesus, to the temple? Something for you to think about. But Jesus did not fall for his plans. But my point is, you can't think God is talking to you, but it's not. Another thing is, even if it is God talking to you, God doesn't always tell you everything. Sometimes God gives you a word. The problem is we turn God's word into a sentence. God gives you a clip and we turn his clip into a movie complete with a prequel and a sequel. God might tell a lady, see that guy over there. And that's all God said. See that guy over there. And the lady turns God, see that guy over there into see that guy over there. He's my husband. But that's not what God said. All God said was, see that guy over there. And you think God is saying, that guy over there is my husband. For all we know, God wanted to say, see that guy over there. He's the number one person on America's most wanted list. But before you figured it out, you already ran with the guy and now you're in trouble. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9 says, We know in part and we prophesy in part. I believe that's the King James, New King James translation. The New Living Translation put it, puts it this way. It says, Our knowledge is partial and incomplete. Even the gift of prophecy does not give us the whole picture. In essence, a lot of times when God speaks, he doesn't tell you everything. He gives you just a little bit. The problem is we think we know what God is saying. We think we have the whole picture. God might tell a person, ABC, that's it, ABC. And the person's like, well, the Lord says, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P, Q-R-S-T-U-V, W-X-Y-Z, now I know my ABC. I think God is saying alphabet soup. God didn't say alphabet soup. God said ABC. For all you know, God was just trying to say, I want you to know the ABCs of scripture. But he started by first telling you ABC. You hear ABC, what are you supposed to do? Just hold on to ABC and relax until God gives you the rest. Know the ABCs of scripture. Know the basics of scripture. Know the fundamentals. But no, God gives us a little bit and we take it and we run with it thinking that that's what, that that's what God is saying. I'll give you a, a, a prime example of this. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, we hear of a guy named Samuel. Here's the funny thing. Samuel is one of those guys that I'll place in the category of people that hear from God and they know that they know that they know. And like I said, a lot of us are not like that. But even when Samuel is in that category, Samuel, there was no prophet like him during his time. The Bible says his words did not fall to the ground, basically saying whatever he heard from God, it came to pass. But here's the funny thing about a guy like Samuel, okay? Even people at his level. In 1 Samuel 16, God gives him a word. God tells him, 
go to a Jesse's house and appoint the next king. I've selected one of his sons to be the next king. That's what God told Samuel. That was the word he got. Go to Jesse's house. I have selected one of his sons to be the next king of Israel. So Samuel goes to Jesse's house and he sees Eliab, the eldest son of Jesse. And Samuel says, surely this is the Lord's anointed. In other words, surely this is the guy God wants me to appoint as the next king. He turned God's word into a sentence. The word was, go to Jesse's house. I've appointed one of his sons to be the next king. That's it. God did not tell him who. God just told him what. Samuel goes to do the what, and he added the who. Eliab. He said, surely. He didn't say, maybe this is the guy. He didn't say, I think this is a guy. He said, surely this is the guy. And God spoke to Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, that no, it's not Eliab. I do not look at people based on their outward appearance. I look at their hearts. Samuel did not know who God said, but he concluded based on what he saw, what he felt about the guy in question. And if someone like Samuel could make the mistake of hearing something God said, but misinterpreting what God said, where does that leave you and I, regular folk, who are not as anointed or called like Samuel? Chances are we are prone to making the same mistake. So you heard God say something. You heard God bring someone to your mind, to your heart. Until God gives you all the rest of the details, it doesn't mean that that's the person you're supposed to marry. So to your credit, you probably heard something. That's if you were not just being emotional. But, could it be that you are misinterpreting what God is saying? The next question then is, okay, then if that person is not the person, if I misinterpreted what God was saying, then what's next on the menu? I said, well, the next thing it could be is God is asking you to pray for the person. Sometimes God brings people into your mind, into your heart, into your thinking for you to pray for them. P-R-A-Y, not pray on them, P-R-E-Y. Thank you for listening to the While You're Single podcast. I hope you have been informed and inspired. Looking forward to continuing on this message next week. Until then, take care and stay blessed. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to 
jcooksministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.